Okay, shit's about to get real. Hello. Well, let me introduce myself. I'm Tiffany, the host of Crime Over Cocktails. Some of you might be like, oh my God, what took you so long? And some people are like, oh my God, who the fuck are you and why do I care? You might not. (laughs) That's okay. But I decided that I needed you guys to know me. I cover all these other cases. I talk to a lot of other people, but you guys don't know me. You don't know why I do it, what drives me. And you really might not give a shit, but I'm going to do this episode anyways, and it's up to you. (laughs) So my name is Tiffany, and I started this podcast about a year and a half ago-ish. Me and a friend started it because I love true crime. And anytime she would tell me about a crime show like just even little details about it i'd already know what she was talking about so we decided to do this um by episode four we weren't rich who knew so she decided she was gonna quit and i was like okay i mean i guess i have to quit too because she did all the fancy smancy shit you know i came up with the case and um, I wrote about it. <laughs> I, I did the logo. I did the name. So like we, we both had our own unique strengths in it. I had no idea how any of this shit worked. I'm going to be honest with you. I never even listened to a damn podcast before doing this. So out of the loop I was. So anyway, um, Y'all going to have to bear with me here because this is so out of my comfort zone a little bit, but I know this is just, this is something I have to do. So bear with me. We're going to get through this together. I got my drink for sure. It's up to you. I got my vodka. I love my vodka. Okay. So I knew that I never in a million years would have put me in front of the whole world literally it's the whole world and yet i did it and for some reason i just i couldn't walk away i knew something was going to be coming down the line i just knew it so i learned how to do all this and i was a party of one so we're talking i find the case and then i would have to research it and then uh obviously do it then you have to edit it then you have to publish it it's a lot it was like 10 12 hours an episode which i love doing but after a while i just really started to notice a trend with all of these cases domestic abuse child abuse uh narcissism all kinds of things and i figured out they all go together i mean if you think about it most serial killers were abused or molested when they were young themselves not to mention a lot of people in general and unfortunately what people don't realize or let's be real obviously they don't give a fuck um 
it sets you up for the rest of your life. And some people do good with it. Some people do bad with it and they repeat the sequence. So I just thought it was really important to start looking at these cases as more like, what can we learn from it? That's what really drew me to now, obviously. So first of all, I would like to give out a shout out. Give out a shout out. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, to all my loyal listeners who have been with me through this whole journey, like I so appreciate you. You have no idea. There has been some ups and downs and holy fuck. <laughs> like this has not came easy by any means. I mean, to say I didn't think about quitting would be an under, like, totalize, totalize. Because it just, it seems like it's like barrier at the barrier at the barrier. But when you overcome it, you feel good. And I feel good about what I'm doing now. So a little bit about my backstory is that, um, I did, as a child, um, not throwing any names or anything, but kind of had some emotional, mental abuse growing up. And uh, that shit, it sticks with you. And uh, you kind of find partners that will treat you the same way. Because almost in a sense, you think it's normal. That's how you grew up, right? I mean but it's it's not normal. We need to stop normalizing that. You should never, ever, ever let people disrespect you. I was unfortunately in two abusive relationships. Um, the first one was mental. And I mean, it got physical. And, uh, you know, the relationship started off really great. We had fun. I know I had to have seen some red flags. I know I did. But I wasn't looking at that aspect. He was making a good income. And I'm like, ooh, first time I'd ever left my mom's house. So I'm like, oh, my God, look at me. I'm a big girl now. Well, yeah, that comes with consequences sometimes. And they are, they're not very beneficial. So anyway, about eight months into our relationship, I became pregnant. Well, as soon as I got pregnant, the fun was definitely uh, over and my hell began. Literally, I think every day, but two days, he was out. He was never home with me while I was pregnant. He was out all, all the time. He was uh, telling me it's marketing. He had, to, he had to go marketing. You don't have a business. What are you marketing? And it just it got old and it got scary. He was not a very good drunk. So when he came home, I really, I had no idea what was coming home. And I cannot tell you how, uh, like, tormenting that is, is beyond even words. I mean, things I won't get into much of it, but just to give you a little heads up, I mean, wanting to suck blood from people, like just really weird shit. 
that people don't do make me sit and pray at like some fucking altar thing like you are not jesus you need jesus i he thought he was god i, I don't know he still fucking does but it just things that are just they're not okay you know um we went to i was six months pregnant we went to new orleans and uh he left me outside six months pregnant and it's freezing in new orleans it was november december one of those months and um i live in florida there's a reason i live in florida but for some reason i always can vacation <laughs> it's cold i don't know so he left me on the street so he could go into a damn strip club did you know that women aren't allowed in the strip clubs in new orleans i didn't but neither did i really want to go in there so i had to wait until he was ready to come out then at some point in the trip he decided it was a good idea to buy a homeless man a room at the hotel that we were staying at no <laughs> he's like no he's gonna come home with us and work for me like you're delusional you're fucking delusional if you think this man is gonna take your room and then haul ass well i told him no and he slapped me across my face guess what i fucking slapped him back we're standing in the hall in the hotel room just smacking each other's faces it was the craziest shit. And it's just so like mind games. Like the next day we went to the mall and he proposes like what, what in the actual fuck? The crazy thing is I said, yes, but I think I was just, I just wanted to get home. I just wanted to get home. And the ring was really pretty. It looked like a butterfly. I like butterflies. So, you know, I, I had no intentions on marrying him. I really didn't, but I, I mean, I just wanted to get home, but, but I still didn't leave. <laughs> you know, it, it got to where knives are being held up to my throat. And at eight months, he wanted to cut them out so he could see them. And I'm like, he's not done baking. Like, it's just, you know, you have to almost just think of it as just absolute craziness. Let me tell you something, ladies or men. I don't know. Maybe girls do this too, but anyone who ever fakes that they're killing themselves fucking huge red flag like i got a parade of red flags behind me that shit ain't normal don't do that soon as they pull that card like i gotta go because it's only gonna escalate from there i mean he poured ketchup on his arm he was in the bathroom acting like he was drinking drano and like he's collapsing and it's like <sighs> At the time, you are just so fucking furious and annoyed and just whatever. Now I can look back on it and kind of laugh a little bit. Like, that was pretty pathetic. But in the end of it, when you think about it, they most always still get their way. See, and these are patterns. It's time we have to break the cycle. Break the cycle of abuse. Break the cycle of what is the fucking word that i want <laughs> break the cycle that's all i ask you know parents be nice to your kids like i get it it's frustrating you know i raised my son by myself for 13 years it isn't easy but you can do it 
You got to put one foot in front of the other. When I left his father, I did not have a penny to my name because I wasn't allowed to work. And I had a newborn. I left him when Jaden was one month old. And I'm going to tell you right now, I wish I would have left him early because now my son has a lot of anxiety issues. And it's because I was constantly anxious. I never, excuse me. I never knew what was awaiting. And uh, it's crazy to think of. So anyway, I thought I got smarter. And then I walked right into my next nightmare a couple of years later. Um, you know, he was a bartender. Don't date bartenders. Um, but it was love at first sight for me. And the fact that, you know, uh, he wanted to talk to me, I felt like, oh, my God, I thought he was better than me, that he was above me. And oh, why would he want me? Da, 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 da. Mm, as time goes on, you start to see maybe why. I think they saw you as weak or be easy to take advantage of. Within a month, he was living with me. I know you guys are like red flag. I get it. I saw it then, but I'm like, hello. <laughs> I mean, you got to learn from your mistakes. And I learned that seven years later when I decided that I had enough because he would constantly tell me that I was ugly, fat, and gross. But yet you're literally like hounding me. (laughs) So, you know, and I, I would think that, but that shit seeps in. I swear to God they get close to you. They start to find out what triggers you. What don't you like about yourself? Things like that. And then that's when they come back. He, if for some reason I made him mad or I hurt him in some way, he had to retaliate. And it was not nice. Talking, it could be 40 texts in a row. Another flag, girls, you know, the guys, bing, bing, bing. And you're like, oh my gosh, that's a sign. (laughs) I honestly believe that this guy was a narcissist, you know, the world revolved around him. And it probably still does because it's a good looking dude. Girls are like, okay. I don't know. But these are things that you need to be aware of because it happens so often. But luckily, I'm still alive to talk about it when a lot of women aren't. And they saw the exact same red flags that I did. You don't know when too long is too long. You can't wait. If you know that this is not heading where you need to be, then you need to go and figure it out. I know it's not as easy said it's done. Look, I get it. I get all of it. I do. I do. But something's got to give. So now that's kind of like my thing. I don't want people to see or um, I don't want people to make the same mistakes that I made because it really it took a long time for me to love me again. You know, um, he stripped that from me. And, uh, oh, God. All right. Well, I wasn't expecting that. But um, 
Yeah. It's not an easy road to go down. So I would suggest if you see it heading that way, <laughs> be smarter and uh, just get away, get out. Don't let anybody tell you that you're not good enough or you're not pretty enough or, you know, you can't do anything that you want because you can have whatever you want. You just got to believe it. You got to manifest it. You got to want it. You got to work for it. Nobody's just going to hand you a million dollars and be like, have fun. If you would like to do that, DM me and I will give you my address, phone number. I'll give you my bank account. That way you can put it right on in there. <laughs> Eventually, I would like to do this full time. Obviously, this job is not for the um, fast track, but I feel like I'm on the right track. And this is where it feels more helpful than just relying on the crime shows. I don't know. I still might do one here and there. There's some crazy stories out there that I'm like, oh, I should do that. It's just, I don't get the same thing as I get talking with people who have been through things like I've been through or people who have been through way much worse or just really different. My goal here is to provide help, healing, anything on your healing. Everybody has trauma, pretty much like everybody. It could be a different kind of trauma, but you have to figure out a way to deal with it. It's so important because if not, you just carry it with you. Ain't nobody got no time for that. Got to unload. <laughs> It, it doesn't come overnight either. It takes a long time. But look at me. I am staring at you people kind of. Um, not really, but I, yeah. I'm going to shit bricks when I actually publish this thing. But, you know, <laughs> I just thought it was important for you guys to actually know me. Why am I doing this? You know, there's there's a reason behind why this progressed. Um, I was scared if people were going to take to it, uh, because people are really more into crime shows per se, but when you peel all this away, there's still the same elements. You got mental health, you got abuse, you got, uh, some of it's addiction, uh, so many, but it's all the same. So it's just so important. Why do we have to talk about this person's case and this person's case? Let's talk about how do we overcome these things or tips and tricks on how to help people who are in the exact same spot. I have been able to talk and connect with so many people around the world. It has been amazing. And I take away a little something from each one. And it's just, it's, it's very rewarding. So I hope you like the show um, so far. I don't know where I was going with that. I swear to God. That's why I love editing, but I'm not going to have that here. I'm just trying to think if there's anything else. That I wanted to say. 
I think I about covered it all. Sorry, you guys are like, what the fuck is she doing? Look, I don't know. I don't even know like how I would edit this if I could. Literally, I'm learning day by day by what I'm doing. Uh, you want to help donate to the calls? I fucking love you. I love you anyways. But go to crimeovercocktails.com. There's a couple different ways to go there. I even have little codes. Um, but please make sure you like, follow, subscribe. Um, if you listen on YouTube, you know, do a like. Uh, I'm not going to name all of them because I think they're now like collecting shit. I'm fucking old people. <laughs> I don't know. I am on TikTok. Uh, Lord help us. Actually, I have two because um, I suck at life. And I also have two Facebooks because the first one was under the other girls and I couldn't access it. So I had to make another one. So just, you guys can find me crying over cocktails pretty much everywhere. But if you would like to reach out, if you'd like to be on the show, anything that you want to talk about, if you have tips, tricks, um, a crazy story you want to talk about, I'm game for whatever. I hope you guys are enjoying the new uh, wave and uh, we'll talk crime another time. All right. Bye. Oh, and leave a five star review on Apple. I guess they don't do them on Spotify. I thought so, but maybe not. All right. I'm sorry. Goodbye. <laughs>